You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind the scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. In today's episode, I want to chat about working from home and some strategies for being productive if you are working from home. I've been working from home for about five years and I definitely don't have everything figured out, but I know what makes me more productive and what makes me not very productive. So I thought I would just share some of my strategies that work for me when working from home. A lot of these little adjustments can make a huge difference on your overall productivity. And I personally am most productive when I work from home. If I am at a coffee shop or a library or a friend's house, I definitely don't get very much done. That's just my personality type. I know some people really like to kind of have coworkers around them. And I think that actually can be very helpful if that person is also working and focused. But I find that whenever I am somewhere where there are other people around me, I personally get distracted. So I like working from home, but I can also easily distract myself. So, you know, pros and cons. The thing about working from home and making the transition is I think a lot of people start to realize how they spend their time during the day. And there are a lot of people who work in offices who don't actually get very much done because they're so busy. Well, first of all, you can't get as much done when you're traveling to work and from work. That takes some time up. When you have in-person meetings, that takes time just traveling there. There's a buffer zone before and after that you don't necessarily have if you're just doing everything from home. You also just have the distractions of everything going on during the day. I don't know. I mean, I've worked in offices before and I feel like a lot of people just, you know, scroll through Pinterest and play computer games. And that doesn't happen to everyone, but a lot of people at work don't do that much work. And then there are a ton of other people who are really high achievers who want to get a lot done, but they have all these meetings and office things happening during the day that actually prevents them from from being super productive. For example, my mother works in an office and her favorite days of the week are the one day when no one else in the office is there because... That's when she gets the most work done. And she always tells me, I can only get work done when the office is totally empty and I'm the only one there and I get so much done. So I think some people are worried about productivity when working from home, but maybe you can just shift that and reframe it and think I could actually be far more productive and in less time. I know for me personally, I could probably get the same amount of work done in three hours working from home that I would in eight hours at an office. So let's dive into some of these tips that have really helped me. So the first one is having a schedule, having a daily schedule, mapping out your time, 
the same way you might if you were going to work. So having work hours, one is your lunch break, one of your breaks in between, and even just time blocking within that. So the night before, I always make a to-do list of what I need to do the next day, and then I organize it. I first just brain dump everything I need to get done by the next day, and then I prioritize it and order it and then time block it out. And I always allow for more time than I think I need because best case scenario, I have extra time. Worst case scenario, my whole day is behind. And sometimes I do get caught in that trap if I try and fit too much into a day and I just don't feel good. So I think it's far better to have more buffer time than less because I can't even work on a task if I feel like I have so much time pressure. So having a schedule saying, I'm starting work at this time. It's 8 a.m., it's 9 a.m., this is my lunch break, this is my hard stop at night. That can just really help to motivate you to keep that work in that container because if there is no structure, you'll find yourself just sleeping in a little bit later and then, you know, moseying around in the morning and then saying, oh, I don't have to really be anywhere at 8 a.m., so I'll just push it off a little bit. And then suddenly it's 11 a.m. and nothing has happened. And I know if I don't have a stop time for certain tasks, I kind of just procrastinate them and put them off and then end up doing them at 8 or 9 p.m. And then I don't get to bed when I want to get to bed and it's a nightmare. So I really find that having a schedule just like you're going to work is super, super important. This is also important because if you don't do that, then getting ready for the day and eating lunch can easily take far too long. I can get ready in five minutes or I can get ready in 45 minutes. Before I figured that out, I used to get ready in 45 minutes and it was such a waste of time. And now that I know I can get ready in five minutes, I allot that much time for myself to get ready. Okay, that's a lie. I give myself 15 minutes to get ready because I know if I'm taking any longer than that, I'm just wasting time and I need to, you know, get to the real work. And I have a lot of friends who... I know they'd spend an hour and a half in the morning getting ready and it is just honestly a waste of time. In my opinion, unless you are going to a photo shoot, speed it up. You can probably fit it in a much shorter period of time. And same with eating lunch. When I used to not really time block out my lunch, I would accidentally spend way too long eating lunch and maybe it took me an hour and a half and it really only needed to take me 30 minutes to eat and then maybe I would spend that other 30 minutes of my quote lunch break walking getting some movement in and this is also another really important part of scheduling things out and having a schedule is making sure you're scheduling in the break times the same way if you went into an office you might have a morning break a mid-morning break and also an afternoon break and then you know the workday ends and you might go on a walk when you get home or do something there having those breaks already built into your schedule is just a subconscious relief for your nervous system. And I find knowing that I have a break coming up just motivates me so much more to really focus on the task at hand versus if I think I'm just going to work until I'm tired. I think subconsciously my nervous system gets overwhelmed and then suddenly things are taking me longer. I don't have as much energy. I'm procrastinating because my subconscious brain thinks, oh my gosh, you're going to be working for so long. I'm not ready to dive into that. Some people work really well with something like the Pomodoro method. So you have 25 minute chunks with five minute breaks. And after a few of these, you take a longer 15 to 20 minute break. That doesn't really work for me personally because I can't really get any really deep work in 
with those 25 minute chunks personally. So I need to feel like I have usually like two hours to really get a good amount of work in at the minimum one uninterrupted hour. So I work better in chunks that are a few hours. So I like to start my work day, have three or four hours with continued work and then take a break. Sometimes that's 15 minutes, sometimes it's 30 minutes and then get back to work. I take a lunch break and I have a time block set for that. Get back to work. I have an afternoon quick 10 minute break where I can get some fresh air back to work. And then there's a time when I'm stopping and then just kind of mentally winding down. I go outside for a longer walk. And if I have anything else in the evening, I usually do that, but not everybody needs to do that. But just having structure in the day that way is very important. And it really helps a time block I think some people really benefit from having one of those time blocking cubes or a timer. You can set a timer if that helps to hold you accountable. But I like to just have very clear boundaries of when I'm starting my work and when I'm stopping my work and when my breaks are so that I can be fully present in that current work as I'm doing it and don't have to worry about when am I going to do this, when I'm going to do that already mapped out in my day so I know it will all get done. So having a start and end time is really helpful. Time blocking is super helpful. Building in those rest breaks so your nervous system gets a break and also you know when you have these time blocks putting your phone away having dedicated times when your phone is gone. I literally have to put my phone into another room because otherwise I will check it and waste time. Close all unnecessary tabs and take messages off of your computer. When I have messages on my computer, I get about 50% less work done. One of the best things I ever did for productivity was taking messages off of my laptop. I have been a productivity machine in 2020, and this was one of the most important changes I made. And again, like I have very specific times when I can answer messages on my phone, specific times when I answer texts, specific times when I answer my Voxer messages, when I do voice messages, when I'm on Instagram and when I'm off. One of the biggest time sucks is when people just don't really have any platform use restrictions, I think, and they just are scrolling a little bit here and there all day long. You're never fully focused. And so I have a very specific time block of, oh, I'm looking at my Instagram right now. There's a separate time block where it's, oh, I'm answering text messages right now. There's a separate time block that is I'm answering Voxers right now. And I also have an order of priority during my day with that. So Voxer is always my top priority because that's how I communicate with current clients and my teams and things that are very work relevant. My Instagram is probably second because I need to make sure I answer that when I can. That's part of work. And then my text messages often come last. So I'm a really bad texter, but that's for a reason because I'm doing shit all day long. So I don't have time to be texting people back and forth about nothing. I also really have to have separate platforms. I do not like when people text me about work. I try and keep all work in Voxer so that when I go into Voxer, I have that brain space of like, okay, my brain is on right now. And then my text messages are just friends, personal, certain people will send me quick things about work. Anything that requires actual brain function, like brain space, I'm. it has to be in Voxer. It has to be an email. And that's a huge one, emails. I highly recommend having a very specific time to open up your emails and that's the only time you open up your emails and if you don't get to all of them, you don't get to all of them. But this has been one of the my biggest struggles and one of the biggest time sucks for me and I have to just close the tab. I cannot leave it open because otherwise I'm constantly looking at it and I get nothing done. 
And something that has really changed the game for me has been adjusting my timing of things. So first of all, waking up earlier has made me far more productive during the day. Even if it's the same total hours, waking up earlier and going to bed earlier is when I am my most productive and giving myself a lot of time in the morning to just do my own thing, have my personal time so I don't feel rushed and I have time when the world is quiet. And I actually really like to first thing, get up super early. This is my most productive schedule. I get up, I have my coffee, my morning drink, whatever I'm doing, read, journal, affirmations, have some me time. And then I get straight into deep work and allow myself to have a few hours of uninterrupted work. I'm just going straight into it. I feel really creative. And then when I feel like I'm at a stopping block, then I work out, I get some movement in. And by this time, the rest of the world is usually doing a lot of things. So this is when I move into my regular quote workday where I'm interacting with other people. But I have to have a big chunk of time that is a time period where I'm not interacting with anyone else. (laughs) I am super focused on the work at hand and no one can distract me because obviously that's the biggest hindrance to productivity. And if I try and fit in my personal things in between where I'm communicating with other people, my brain just isn't fully present and I'm not getting enough done. And I also have to start off my day with a win. So if I feel like I get to, first thing, work on my own main projects, my own main to-dos and get knock a few of those out, I feel like I've already won versus if you wake up and the first thing you do is read your email, suddenly you're just doing everyone else's to-do list because emails are simply someone else's to-do list. So every evening I like to write my to-do list for the next day and I will prioritize what are the three things I need to do tomorrow in order to feel like I won the day. So if shit hits the fan, what are the three things where if I finish these, I will feel successful because the to-do list never ends, right? So it's really helpful to identify these are the three most important things that have to get done. And then the next morning, I go straight into my personal work, my to-do list, knock some things out, and then I am much more excited about later communicating with other people because whenever you're talking to other people, emailing with other people, it turns into you know, their to-do list for you. So really just restructuring my day has been a total game changer. Or sometimes I'll wake up really early and first thing, get some movement in and then move into my personal deep work. But I just find I I personally do much better when I get up, have a slower morning and just move straight into working in my PJs. And I like to, you know, when I get tired of that, use my like workout movement break, kind of reset my head before I'm ready to move into interacting with everyone else. And when it comes to working from home and being productive, I think it's so important to make sure you have that self-care built in. So the things that are important to you. So whether that's, you know, your morning routine, your daily movement, structure that in and build it into your schedule and make sure it's there. If you're trying to work all day long and not put it in, your nervous system will just fry out. You won't feel motivated, but also if that's all you're doing all day long, you won't be productive. So I schedule in everything. Like I just, I really schedule every single thing in that I want to do during the day, reading, journaling, meditating, washing my hair, taking a shower, like (laughs) make sure it's in my calendar and that might seem crazy, but it's how I am productive. And I feel much more at ease when I know everything's going to get done tomorrow that really needs to get done. So it helps me relax when I know it's, it's all in the calendar and it's all in the schedule. 
and have a plan. I really encourage you to play around with your schedule and try different things and see what helps you stay the most focused and be the most productive because what works for me might not work for you, but it's just about finding what really works for you. And especially if you're somebody who needs to do deep work, it's really helpful to find the right routine. And I, because I used to spend the first half of my day doing meetings and calls and emails and that kind of stuff. And then I planned on spending the whole afternoon and evening doing my own work and I was not productive and simply just flipping my schedule, waking up earlier, putting my stuff first, completely changed my productivity. And I definitely recommend checking out the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. It is incredible and very, very helpful. The key is figuring out how you can create time to really get into that flow state and do do that deep work. Something else I would say that really helps me is making sure I have a clean work area. So whenever I allow my workspaces to get too cluttered, I definitely notice that my brain feels cluttered. So I take the time to make sure I have a clean work area no matter where I'm at. And I mean, I will spend just five minutes every evening just kind of cleaning up my space, my personal space, because if I feel like everything is jumbled and things are laying around, I'm not as focused as I should be. Having a clean space is really helpful and just creating the right energetic space. So for me, I like to have certain crystals around. I really like to have pyrite and citrine around. I like to have my diffuser going, something uplifting like wild orange or peppermint if I really want to focus. I have my pendulum available if I need to ask any questions. Sometimes I'll light a candle depending on the mood. I have a cup of tea. I just really am in in that zone. So whatever makes your space feel very conducive to work, focus on that. And again, that also means I need to get away from any distractions, which often means putting my phone in another room while I'm focused. And then I can turn to my to-do list where everything is very clearly written out and in what order. So I'm reducing any decision fatigue. I'm not wasting any time figuring out what do I do next? You know, what should I focus on right now? It's all planned out. I know the top three things I really need to get done because limiting your to-do list is important. If you have 30 things on the list, it's just going to feel too overwhelming and I can cross things off as I go. Some other tips, changing locations. So I often do this when after I take a rest break. So, you know, we have those built-in rest breaks. I'll work for a bit in one area and then I will take a break and then work in a different area for another couple hours and then I'll keep moving. So I often work sitting at my kitchen table and then I'll move to my standing desk in my living room. Sometimes I'll move to my standing desk in my bedroom, but I never work on my bed unless it's a very special occasion just because I like to try and separate my work area from my sleep area. I highly recommend that. I used to do all my work all the time from my bed and it just gave me a bad relationship with my sleeping space. So try and have a separate sleeping area from working area. And if you can create different places in in your apartment or a house to work, that's really helpful just to kind of switch it up during the day. I mean, for me, the two main places I work are like 10 feet apart, but it just feels like a change in scenery. And when I change locations, it's also an opportunity for me to get up, stretch my legs, have a mini dance party, you know, just clear my brain for a second before I move on to the next thing. And also with location, honestly, if you can make your working locations away from the kitchen, that is ideal because I'm definitely someone who will just go into the kitchen and eat for no reason. So I try to just like not not look at it (laughs) because I only wanna eat if I'm actually hungry, right? Or, you know, even when I'm working at my kitchen table, as long as I have everything away in the kitchen, I'm less likely to snack randomly for no reason. 
So if I ever leave things out on the counter, I am more likely to just eat them for no reason. So as long as things are away in the fridge, put away in cupboards, then I know that if I'm going to eat a snack or eat some food, it's because I'm actually hungry. And the other thing I want to talk about is getting dressed for the day. And here's the thing. One of the perks of working from home is you can totally work in your pajamas, which I definitely do sometimes. But usually it's more so in the form of pajama pants, just being comfortable. That's a perk. But I do need to get ready in some way so I feel like I am in the mindset of work zone. So if I get up and I try and spend the whole day in my pajamas, no makeup on, hair in a bun... I feel sluggish. I'm not in work mode. So for me, I'm in work mode when I have makeup on, which might seem weird. I don't know. But, you know, in college, it was so funny because my roommates would always say, why do you have makeup on today when you're literally just sitting in bed studying all day and not seeing anyone? Everyone thought I was so weird. And I said, it's just a mental thing for me. It's like me getting ready for the day. I'm ready to do work, even if no one's seeing me. So that's what me getting dressed is. I'm the kind of person who wears workout clothes pretty much every day. So it's nothing too crazy. I'm, I love being in sweats, but for you, maybe it is, you know, putting on an outfit that you would wear to work, but just like getting yourself presentable in some way, I think puts you in the mindset of working versus if you're spending every single day in your pajamas and like never putting yourself together in any way, you know, you haven't washed your hair in three weeks, like you're not going to feel like you want to be productive. You're going to feel lazy. So I like to get my brain in the productivity mode by setting myself up. You know, I fix my hair up somewhat. I put makeup on. I change clothes, even if I'm changing into sweats or workout clothes, which I do, and it's still comfortable, that's fine. But I'm just making a change versus trying to stay in my pajamas all day long. I don't feel like I'm ready to be productive. So that's really important for me. Although I will say I rotate through the same like three outfits over and over again. That's actually strategic because look, I, like I said, I like to be a productivity machine and I try to reduce the number of decisions I have to make every single day so that I can use that decision-making power on more important tasks. So if I feel like every day I have to pick what I'm wearing and that's taking brain space. It's just too much for me. I don't have time for it. So I have a few outfits, a few workout outfits I just rotate between, and it makes my getting ready routine that much faster. And then I can hop into my work day. And I know as soon as I hop into my work day and I stay focused, I will get my work done more quickly and then can have some hangout time later on because I have that scheduled in so that I can reset and show up fully to everything I'm focused on. And that also requires setting your boundaries. So this means if mom is trying to FaceTime you in the middle of the day and it's your work time, you don't answer. The same way if you were at work and mom was trying to FaceTime you in the middle of your work day, you wouldn't answer because you're at work. Same rules apply when you're at home. So maintaining those boundaries is super, super important if you want to be productive working from home. And this doesn't apply to me because I live by myself, but if you find yourself or you live with other people, Really try and create a separate workspace where they can't distract you. Like on days when there is someone else with me, I often either have to just work in a separate room or just be very clear, like, don't talk to me right now. I'm working. Don't be afraid to set those boundaries and do what you have to do to stay focused and present. It's really all about just being really focused on the task at hand when you're doing it, knowing that 
later on when you're not doing that task, you can be fully focused on being social and scrolling on social media or watching TV. Like in those moments when you are just screwing around, you can be fully present screwing around. You're going to have that time later, but right now be fully focused and get the top things on your to-do list done. And then you will be able to enjoy those things later so much more. So those are my top tips on working from home. I could probably go more in depth about this later on. If you have any questions, just let me know. I love talking about this kind of stuff. I've learned all kinds of different hacks to be more productive, but I personally love working from home and it's crazy how just simple shifts in habits and routine and timing can completely change your productivity. So hopefully these helped you out. Make sure you share this on social media. If you enjoyed the episode and tag me, Christina Rice Wellness and tag Wellness Realness Podcast. I love hearing from you guys and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Enjoy it and do something productive and do something nice for yourself. That is the challenge. All right. I will talk to you again next episode. Bye.